0: the Sacred Cow is fantastic. We've been on there now three times. Uh, just a great concept. You have a great selection of guests, movies, um, and now kind of a rotating stable of guest hosts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Israel had to go and screw things up by having a kid and, uh. and get promoted. So, But uh, don't be surprised if you see him in the very near future for a guest host spot. That's for sure. So, yeah, it, it keeps things fresh. Uh, I mean, I love him to death. I I wish you never would leave. Here's me opining from like oh, I miss you, man. <laughs> we, we, we still we were hanging out last week. He's like he goes I, I miss it, man. I really miss hanging out with you and well, all that. But we're having fun with the guest host. And for those of you who have not heard the podcast, here is my elevator pitch. We invite guests to pick a film they find overrated or hate to come on and try and defend their argument. But here's the twist: the film must meet one of these criteria, widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or financial success. So you can't come on and say, well, Friday the 13th, part eight, that's a real piece of shit yeah we know that (laughs) thank you so we've given so it's it's, where we want people to have balls to have these unpopular opinions like you guys came on and said willow sucks but which by the way no one has come out and go went and said you're wrong like everyone's like yep it sucks (laughs) no one is no one has said boo but you did choose ghostbusters which definitely drew some ire and the other one you did was i forgot batman 89 batman 89 that also got some ire so we're giving a platform for people with Unpopular opinions about popular movies. So, if you want some spirited movie debate to see, hey, do we agree with the with their guest? Do we say, eh, I can see your point. I'm not going to die in this. Film. Or no, you're an asshole, and that film is perfect or a classic or whatever, and you're just dumb. Uh, i love it
0: and if we ever if we ever are uh fortunate enough to come on for a fourth time i don't you might have you might have to put do you have a limit on how many times people can appear but if you we do, you,
1: you you listen to our show you should see that bill schultz has been on at least seven times that's true yeah, jo- 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 joanne has been on at least five and other people have been on several so no i don't have a, if i like you you make a re- return appearance so yeah, we gotta you give ourselves
0: back. a real challenge
2: ben i know yeah we gotta Cause this, it's just really gotten got, steam we, rolling now. We got to put the <laughs> knife in and twist it and really get people going. So, uh, no, yeah, it's an awesome concept, and it. You know, it just yeah gets conversation going on Twitter and all that. So, it's uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, now, we you know obviously like to come on and you know have people come on and talk about movies that they enjoy that they like, kind of a Almost dissecting, but almost a, uh, you know, you're standing outside in the parking lot after the movie type of discussion, you know, just kind of casual thing. Um And uh, the movie you chose uh, to talk about tonight uh, was it, it's a great choice, but I, also an interesting choice. Uh, the founder from uh, 2016 with uh, Michael Keaton, uh, the McDonald's movie, as uh, some might know it as. Um, so first of all, I mean, why, why this film, Kevin? Why did you pick this one?
1: Because this is why the Academy Awards are the biggest load of dog shit. in the last I don't know how many years because they never have anything good win it most of the time now it has to have some kind of social message and you know what a lot of these people try and bring them up on the podcast like well what about Moonlight I go when was the last time someone said anything about Moonlight good bad or indifferent no one gave a shit oh what about the piano or the artist no one gave a shit
0: oh the artist oh god. The artist. yeah
1: yeah (laughs) are these other these other films that win i mean the and i will always harken back to 1994 fellas do you remember what won best picture in 1994 jenna forrest gump what was nominated that year besides forrest gump pulp fiction what else was nominated that year uh yeah shawshank redemption you mean to tell me That Pulp Fiction, by the way, my second favorite film of all time, lost to a goddamn soundtrack and a nostalgia lane film. Oh, and Shawshank, although it was a box office bomb, but doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Lost to Forrest Gump, which was done the podcast, and that film drags. All hope for humanity should have been eradicated when that film won. Forrest Gump was was a scourge on humanity. Thank you very much. I was at my what my work training, and I stood. I literally stood there by myself, and there was a throng of like people saying why Forrest Gump is so amazing, and I fought him off like a line tamer with a, <laughs> with, with a chair and a whip. I go, take out the soundtrack. What do you have? By the way, at, when he, he starts running, I go, there's 35 more or 45 more minutes left of this. Oh no, oh it's so bad. So why did I choose the founder? Let's get back to that because I know you know we've been on oh. like, like a bunch of sixteen year old girls here for a while. <laughs> the founder is criminally underrated. It was completely shunned of any Academy Award nominations. I saw the trailer, go, interesting. I saw it in the theater. I walked out and go, if this doesn't win Keaton for best actor and the for best picture. It is an absolute crime that we tried at the Hague for war crimes, <laughs> and it was not even recognized. I go, this is bullshit. The other film I think I, that, that actually did get a little, um, uh, accolades that it deserved, Whiplash, only because J.K. Simmons. It should have won Best Picture. It should have destroyed Birdman. Get that. Get well, it but- out of here
2: oh you're or, talking about uh, you weren't talking years about ago 2016 you're 20 okay yeah.
1: I, I I zip back am yeah. saying but bottom line is yeah those are the, the two most underrated films those are the two best films I've seen in the last X amount of years and they both should have been nominated for uh for best picture one I think was one was obviously the founder was not but the founder is so profound I love it Keaton nails it that film and it play, It's such a great dichotomy because in the beginning, he's just schlepping around this milkshake machine, yada, yada, yada. He's living an okay life, an above average life, you know, Lord Dern to the housewife. And then he turns full heel, complete asshole. <laughs> but you buy into why he did it. I go, that's masterful. It's like, I want, I go, I'm going to screw the McDonald's brothers. And he, and boy, and I have notes on that later. Boy, did he screw them. And, but it's like I understand why he did it because he saw greatness that they didn't want to do. They were just happy trudging along with their solo uh, restaurant. But he goes, "There's so much more to this," and took it to a multi-trillion-dollar idea.
0: So, for uh, amazing for me, my relationship with this movie started two days ago because I had never seen this movie before. Wow! Um, I'd heard a lot about it, and for some reason, it just didn't grab me. I didn't get around to seeing it. And like I just I heard good stuff and just. I don't know. It kind of just skipped over it. But what I love about doing this show, Ben is when a guest picks a movie we've never seen and we get to experience it kind of for the first time with just wide open eyes. Um, And this is, this one reminds me of the time when we did Harold and Maude, because that's another one I had no interest in seeing. And it's like, it's a young kid who bangs a grandma. Why do I want to see this? Well, I guess I got, I got a homework assignment. I watched it and I was kind of blown away by it. And I really came to appreciate it. And this one, Wow. I mean, the only thing I could think of is I I went and looked it up afterwards. It was Michael Keaton nominated because any normal just, you know, his his performance was so strong. You're like, he must have been nominated. And it's like a couple of awards I've never heard of. The only thing I can think of was that this was during his, I guess, Renaissance period when you had Birdman, when you had Spotlight and maybe they didn't. What, put him up again or something that's the only explanation and that's I what i rationally
2: yeah that's one of the things i hate i'm the more favorable one of the awards uh than yeah, <laughs> i don't give a podcast shit. but uh, uh th- that's the one thing where it's like they 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 do pick and choose because ah, now they've had their time. We're not going to nominate them because, yeah, the uh, Birdman won in 2014, Spotlight one in 2015. Best picture, both Michael Keaton films.
0: And then, yeah, it's 100 this- percent Oscar worthy performance. Yeah. Um,
1: and and Spotlight. There's another one. Has anyone ever said the word Spotlight in the last <laughs> no. eight years? No, no one cares. Does anyone own Spotlight? No. Yeah. This is
0: kind of my thought and i know it's not going to happen because we know how it works this is like almost it's the same thing as the top gun maverick argument um it blew away the box office blew away critics blew away all, it, it created this massive this mass following of people of so many people who absolutely love the film and it has no chance not only was it, it was commercially and 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 um critically praised but it has no chance of winning the best picture when really it, just kind of is the best movie of the year to me anyways, you know, for that, but why, well, wow, well, what are we doing here? You know, this movie is top gun is going to be recognized. People are going to go back and watch it and love it for forever. And even if it's, even if it's just nostalgia, bait, at least people will be watching a lot of the ones that are out. Most of the ones that will probably be nominated or maybe the one that will win. No one will ever watch it again. You know, I think Ben, you said tar was great, but who's going to go watch that in eight yeah. years?
1: No right. one. This was the 2022, the year passed. This was in my recent memory, and I'm 46 years old. The worst year for films I can remember. This year brought out nothing of note except for Maverick, even the Marvel films. and I'm there from 90% of them. Doctor Strange 2 stunk, Thor 4 was awful. That was
0: one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I was, I'm gonna go that far, but it was bad. It was very, very, very underwhelming. Um, I like the screen. Actually, I did like the Scream reboot or the Scream, the the fifth Scream film. That was that was decent. And Jackass Four was a pleasurable romp as well. I,
2: I will jump in in there and say I I think this movie was better than Twenty One and Twenty. I think Twenty True. and Twenty One were just garbage. Nothing came out. Twenty I give an excuse because of the pandemic. You know, just th- it was a weird time. Mm-hmm. And then Twenty One, just I can't think of my favorite movie. I mean uh i mean yeah i guess if you're thinking just overall movies maybe spider-man
1: uh loves it no way home fantastic yeah, yeah best, best film uh-huh. of that year best film of that year yeah but
2: this year uh, did you see uh everything everywhere all at once
1: you know what I, I did the first third of it i'm like all right cool and then it unraveled and then okay. it became a, a vortex in of itself and sucked in everything I go wait what why this uh Hey, that's a kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Goonies. And yeah. yeah. And then yeah. that's it. But yeah, I didn't. Yeah. It, it was a great idea. It just <clears throat> tried to outsmart itself, I thought. And I did not like it. I think we both. We
0: both liked it a little bit more than kg right. so so we have the founder which
2: again yeah. like the, the basically founder. the the mcdonald's story we always you know see the name ray crock and everything but it's like what who are mcdonald's it's called mcdonald's and yeah it's kind of the story of how uh they started it and how he uh took it over uh which it's a very uh, uh social network type of uh uh film um and i i think I even read that they were even trying to emulate that a little. And even there will be blood a little, obviously not to that, you know, uh, he drank their peak,
1: milkshake,
0: I guess. It, yeah, he did drink their milk.
1: I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I knew it's that was
2: coming. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that was coming. And now I'm very excited that it did. He's a comedian. He knows. How about, uh, I, I love, uh, John Carroll Lynch and Nick Offerman as the, the McDonald's brothers. they, Great. they, perfect casting john carroll lynch man he's like one of those character actors that's like anything he's in it's just you know it's it's a it, you know
1: yeah <laughs> yeah love it. yeah no i'm with, yeah i'm with you i'm not gonna let you flounder there it's uh, no he's great offman is solid in this he played he's such a square and he plays it so well
2: do, do you think uh i mean especially at the beginning is ray crock not a great salesman
1: I don't know. Uh I think it's 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 an uphill battle with a lot of these milkshakes. I mean it's 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 such a one and done. The old uh, Adam Kroll has a great saying, don't sell toilets, sell toilet paper. I mean, it's the same thing for a milkshake machine. You're one and done. I mean it's gotta be this monstrous sale. You have to hit it, and that's that's such a you know, horrible life to be like a road salesman selling that and going to these, you know, Stuart Root beer car hot places and dealing with that stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean the I guess he wasn't a bad one because, I mean, he sold the idea to how many people. And he sold the idea about how it had to be real estate he was selling, not the restaurant itself. So I would say, no, he's a fantastic salesman. He just came to his own a little bit later. Yeah,
2: I I mean, I I would say he certainly fell into these things, though. I mean, the real estate thing he fell into with the, you know, the financial advisor and, you know, even uh, obviously the McDonald's, he wouldn't he he didn't create it. Um, I I think he's very uh, innovative and is able to uh, build on ideas but um yeah that that it just left me wondering like is is he a good salesman cuz yeah he keeps doing the same like chicken and egg thing with the with the milkshakes and or the milkshake machines and it's like it's not working dude it's not yeah. working
1: <laughs> i i was laughing at the one scene where he's just sitting there eating his burger on the bench and then a woman with her three kids like do you mind if i sit here Everyone like I'm like no go find other to sit with your kids right <laughs> or, or, or like I don't want to eat with your kids like if, it, if it's me it's like I, I'm sitting there if it goes oh can my kids sit here because I feel bad for the kid like oh yeah but then the whole family squats next to me I'm like oh go away <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like go ahead, go ahead Dave.
0: I, I kind of like before the heel turn and even really even after the heel turn because I, 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 I looked at a little bit of um just some reviews and there's a lot of criticism of this movie of it glorifying essentially manufactured food and all that sort of stuff. I mean, we, we know what McDonald's is today, but I think it, I think it doesn't really do that at all. It, it no. tells a much more complicated uh, story and, and paints this figure in a, in a much more nuanced way. I mean, he's not really a good salesman per se, but he, hey, it's what I just said, but he, right. But he, he sees he's, he's perceptive and he knows he's recognizing a problem in the market that he's operating in and he he sees the difficulties there and then when he spots someone doing it right he's just all in on it because it wasn't it wasn't just that he fell into it i don't think is that he had a keen eye for what what worked and what didn't and he just it just needed to be he just needed to see it kind of a thing
1: mm. i you know this story takes place a long time ago or even in the middle of nowhere when you see all white people working at a McDonald's that's when you know it <laughs> took place a long time ago or or you don't see people shooting up heroin at a table in right. McDonald's that's when you know again it's been a long time ago that this film took place and well i
2: actually did notice one thing he's like uh berating some of the the white workers and then he gets to the black guy like it's like he's like oh no you're doing a good job someone's like, like the director knew the social commentary going on he, you know even in 2016 like he's like oh the, the, be the, nice to the black guy the the the, <laughs> the,
1: the 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 tennis court scene yeah and i and i worked in fast food for hotman i worked at taco bell before i got fired for, before before uh invoking food fights all the time <laughs> surprise they had the, the by the way the sour cream and the guac was in a canister you put like a gun and you'd shoot it on the burrito So be shooting each other with guac guns and, and that the one thing they forgot in the tennis scene though where the whole modeling about how the how the the workflow is going to go is they didn't have a section of the walk-in cooler where people would just start making out and fingering each other in the walk-in coolers <laughs> in mcdonald's which happens in restaurants fingering each other yes yes especially in the, in the liquor cages as we did at chiles in back in the day thank you well
0: very much. i i think this is <clears throat> to me i'd like to just call this out and um because he he gets to did you you guys talk about when he got to the McDonald we got into just when he arrives at, at the McDonald's? A little, I, bit, I, yeah, I a little, little bit, yeah. Because yeah. I think this is an, for, for me, anyways, as a viewer, this was really important because he's failing at selling these machines. He calls the secretary and someone and then he finds out some place in San Bernardino has ordered six of them. It turns out it's eight. He's like, I just gotta go. I gotta see what who the what kind of operation. I'm 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 like banging my head against the wall. No one will buy one. And this, this place wants eight. What are they doing? So he drives out there, and he just, it's just like totally mind-blowing of what's going on. It's not the drive-in where everyone's parking. People are just walking up, and then they have everything is made to order. It's just you walk up, you get it in 30 seconds. <clears throat> and, and, and then he ends up kind of finding out what's going on. To me, the tennis court scene – this might sound strange to you guys because they have this what's it called the speedy system of how they right. everything is just working like gangbusters. I mean it's it's timed like to the second and there's even that little bit about the fries, you know, what temperature for how long and McDonald's has always had the best fries. So thank you McDonald's brothers because you guys got it right.
1: Five guys I think might have knocked them off the perch now. Five guys fries. Yeah,
0: five guys are good. So they it's go out Asian to lunch, and the it's McDonald's Asian. brothers. Yeah. tell oh,
1: yeah, of course, of course, we're not, we're not no. savages. No,
0: right? we're not savages. <laughs> yeah. The McDonald's brothers tell their story. To me, this is movie magic. Them telling their story of how they, uh, the many times that they failed, but and then they worked out all these problems to succeed. And then, the, the, yeah, as, as you mentioned, K- KG, the the tennis court scene of how they got this. It's like a symphony of motion of people and rearranging, and there's the music behind it. I I was so entranced by that, like five, 10 minute tennis court scene of how they worked out this problem to get things working so efficiently. I thought it was brilliant.
1: I imagine you like an employee and they're like, can you show up for work? But it's going to be at a tennis court. <laughs> and then and then you go there and they're doing all these choreographed dances. I'm like, is this the worst off, 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 <laughs> off, off, off Broadway production I'm a part of? Like, am I getting paid for this?
0: Speaking of, yes, totally different time, right? This yeah. would never happen today. Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, and I, I
2: love you know too. At the beginning, he's like listening to these motivational records uh, back then. Yeah, uh, I think one of the things was persistence and determination beat everything. Uh, it's. Uh, um, Yeah, it's in you to create your own future. So I think that kind of gets into the psyche of who he was and just like being determined. Like he's not going to give up. You, the line he says uh, to his wife, you know, why should I settle when other men won't? I love, you know, great line. Yeah, great line. It's just like it. it, It's very motivating, and uh, again, gets into his psyche and, and everything like that so I, I yeah i love that stuff but I, i'll also say that I, actually i think he might be a good salesman because the whole thing with the flags and the crosses like you see in you know crosses and flags and he's like you got the golden arches like that's like whoa that's i mean it, and we all know that today like mm-hmm. <laughs> you golden arches you know what it is you know just like you know what the flag is you know what the crosses are so i think that was a great i don't know if that. Really is how he sold it in real life, but for this movie,
0: it was it good works. I mean, detail. the red, the yellow, the arches, they're it's just it's total iconography. And it, it was kind of right. I mean, it sound it does sound like it was something that was written for the movie, you know, that it's like a church. uh but that's a little bit <laughs> we're going a little yeah. far there, yes. <laughs> but it it undoubtedly works.
1: Yeah, I want to I want to see what how if Current McDonald's managers, what they're listening to? Are they listening to the Tom Cruise "Respect the Cock" speech for the Magnolia in their rooms, or something, something like that? That's. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: They're definitely listening to that one. I don't think they're turning on any Ray Croc records. They're listening to cock records. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, whatever their work release parole officer will allow them to listen to was what they're doing. Kevin, what are your thoughts on?
0: But uh,
1: hey, if you if you're trying, to, trying right to, now, to, you're you know you're trying to make
2: it, you know. Uh, if you you're, if you're, were,
1: you're making you're making fifteen bucks an hour, who am I to judge that? Yeah. But I, my 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 new podcast would be called "Where Did You Fuck Up?" and that's where I go up and down like the turnpikes of the country and interview people who work at rest stop uh, fast food place and go, "Where did you fuck up? Like, where did it go wrong?" Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that was, uh, that's a podcast where we all ask for, but we don't have the balls to make yet.
2: Yeah.
1: We'll
0: <laughs> we will. We will.
1: Yeah. My secondary uh, podcast, I actually thought about
0: this today. Have you ever been on, you guys spend any time on Reddit? They have an unpopular opinion section. I would love to no. do an unpopular opinion, but I'm sure someone probably already does this because you'll have someone who'll just be like, Yeah, it's called know.
1: Gutting the Sacred Cow or people <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> trying shit on their movies that everyone loves. But Duh. it's great.
0: It'd be like, I don't know, like, um, I think, you know, people who I, I can't even think of a good one, but it's just, People spotting up bullshit, but I think it'd be a fun topic for people to, to disagree. Anyway, I'm just I'm no, ranting. Really Katie, I want to know what you think about we get the, the very first McDonald's. we I think we have it's it's established that we've clearly come a long way mm. from you know that initial place to what it was. And the movie's always telling us, I think the movie's trying to tell us that tell us that very thing, which was was it was quality food done very quickly. But one, as you mentioned, with the powdered milkshake, and you know, I think they said something about sawdust and the burgers, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. How do you, what do you think about that? Um, just what the movie's telling. That we went from we went from good quality fast to I'm not sure what, if I'm eating his food. <laughs> you know, I mean. You-
1: I, and then that's again another reason why this really hits home. You're right. It takes it from that American wholesome values of a restaurant to corporate greed and cutting corners for food costs. That's exactly what I think that comes out to. And by the way, Linda Cardellini, ooh la la, she uh, doesn't miss hubba. hubba right yeah. she's Good a job. she she's an underrated gem as well
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah a line here he steals wives and
1: businesses what, uh, <laughs> what, I think I wrote something there too. oh, that's right. he steals businesses, business models, and wives. he's the bull in every cuckold video that we all have, uh, heard about.
0: <laughs> Patrick Wilson yeah. sitting in the chair watching
2: <laughs> Ray Kroc is the spokesperson for. That, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, for I love the again the persistence of of him in this film and uh, Michael Keaton. I mean, he's just he's the man, Stellar. he's Stellar. amazing. Besides Batman 89, which we, yeah, uh, are, really bad uh, Did we you, did like you, that. did you,
1: did you boys know that Michael Keaton was like a like a PA, but he definitely worked on? mr rogers neighborhood tv show really i did not know that no, if no, no. I, I knew that and if you watch the doc won't you be my neighbor which all, always gets the tears rolling in my mm-hmm. eyes it's it's such a such a beautiful film and i mean he's the most beautiful person in the world but you see him they do like different like videos of, of like behind the scenes stuff you see him standing there in the middle like, like the king's really? oh. castle as far as they the don't point him out I, I was sitting there going, there's Michael Keaton in yep. the theater and no one else like, like, <gasps> Ooh, nothing like that. But you're right. You expect like a big arrow, like a joke, like, ha, yeah. there's Batman.
0: <laughs> I think this is what's so perfect about him in this role is that the guy is so completely likable. And so when he's being the, you know, just an awful human being, you, you almost don't know what to think. You know, he's, he's like, I'm telling you, I'm an asshole," but. You you love me, <laughs> you know, kind yeah. of a thing is how I felt watching a lot of the parts through the latter half of the
1: movie. Yeah, I is, love. I that's amazing. Again, amazing how he went from you know guy to root for a full blown heel in in the in an hour and forty five. It was just like, God damn! It's, it's it's such a great, fantastic journey they take us on in this film. 100%. Is he a
0: villain
2: in this movie? A hundred percent. Okay. I yes. okay. just want to. Well, especially. I think the main reason for me is when he's just sitting there eating dinner with his wife. Can you pass the salt?
1: I want a divorce. Yeah. That, <laughs> That's just that, like, okay, he's he's gone. Like, I said, I said well, that is some cold shit right there. Well, look There's at some... the, look at the trade-up
0: value though. I mean, Laura Dern, I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is not. She's not Ellie Sadler, Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety three. She's Jurassic Park World Dominion, two thousand twenty two. <laughs> exactly. Another colossal one piece that of just shit li- film. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead again. You- uh, I said that was one of the. That was an absolute manatee size abortion. Jurassic Park Dominion. You didn't like the locust? I didn't like anything.
0: <laughs> no, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I like it's a gotcha. really bad. <laughs>
1: I didn't think the the second. I like World World. I, I understand why people were shitting on it, but I like it. I own it. Then you watch the second one. I forgot what, what that one was called? Fallen Kingdom. I go ugh. We're back to Jurassic Park two and three, the original sequels, and then this. I go, can it get much worse? Answer: Yes. Yeah. No.
0: I'm with you. I love Jurassic World and the sequel. I you know it's stupid, but I'm tolerating it. This one just went off the rails. Yeah. yeah. Um. What, but when Lord, I I maybe it's just me. I do not like Laura Dern. When she came on screen, I made an audible groan. Um, I, I don't know if I have PTSD from Last Jedi or, or what, but I just. Was it a. It. Was it a. oh
1: was yeah, it, a, it was a, was uh,
0: it a yuck. It was a, <laughs> I mean, she's good at what she does, but she's just just be an unlikable
1: person. You know, I don't know. She's just cold and robotic and Stepford wife. Stepford wife. Yeah. I, I think, mean, do you, do you hate her? No, is she boring? Yes. You understand why he's going to say time to go 4.0 and upgrade. Sure. I yeah. think what
2: made me kind of turn against her was uh which I guess is almost a testament to she's probably a good actress is uh Big Little Lies that TV show that came yeah. out uh with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon like she plays a despicable human being and she does a great job at it yeah, she's so. good at <laughs> but to,
1: but but to her credit though her character it's like she's a loyal wife and supports him every single step of the way it's like you can't ask for anyone better than that to be at home and you know your your number one supporter and he just does her dirty like uh ah, you know i just kind of grown older your shit and uh i want a divorce like that was, yeah. that was that was that was that was cold man i was like god damn yeah you can be Write that uh, down.
0: Well, because he got he, he did two divorces. He got he broke out of his contract and he's like, Fuck it, let's just let's just step this up and now i will get rid of the wife, too. <laughs> let's, let's do a new all step. all
1: in. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, yeah, because he even when he's doing the divorce like negotiations, he's like, She can have everything, not the business. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's his pride, like that's where his ego comes in. Like, no, I built this from the ground up, I'm keeping this. Um so I mean, what's the I mean? The McDonald's brothers—they totally got shafted, right? I mean, they're
0: no. See, I want to play Devil's Advocate. I want to. Could it be that they just didn't have? So they didn't. They tried franchising earlier, and it didn't quite work. They gave it to Ray Kroc to go just do whatever the hell he wanted. It seemed like to make as many franchises as he wanted but they never really wanted to change anything. And you can't recreate the thing that you, that you're doing in your little corner in San Bernardino. So I do wonder, like, was it just part of their inflexibility not having vision for what this thing really could be kind of a thing? I mean, I I don't, I'm not trying to defend Ray Kroc in this, but I can kind of see that, you know, that they didn't really, they didn't know where it could have gone to where it was taken. And they were kind of bitter about it. So, um I don't
1: know just throw yeah. it out there. so yeah I, I agree but I I don't again I don't he's an asshole I don't fault him though because I'm like yeah fuck it they this this is opportunity that we could go bananas and they want to be part of the ride and that was it. But I'd tell you what—that one percent royalties, and then not getting it in writing—that was worse than the Bret Hart Montreal screw job. That I'm the theater going, no, 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 sign the contract. Because then, then you see at the very end, if they would have, if you would have held their feet to the fire, like hundreds of millions every year in revenue. I mean, one percent
0: is- of McDonald's for the rest of forever. It's like it's so much money.
1: What do you th- why? I mean, are they just is the movie
0: just showing that he steamrolled them throughout? I mean, I, I don't know what happened in real life,
1: but I mean, God, what you're gonna do a handshake handshake deal with this guy? Yeah. I mean, his lawyer should be disbarred from malpractice. like, hey,. <laughs> asshole. you see how I have eighteen reams of paper for signatures here for you know, three million bucks, which is a lot of money. even back then it was its pretty considerable. even now. And for even, but for that caveat of like, all right, one percent. Like, don't you think lawyer would say, sidebar, dickhead, fucking get it in writing? Yeah. But that again, that for you, like, you know what? What's what the, the uh, what's the saying of, uh You're it's a sin to keep a, a fool uh, something like a fool and his money are soon parted, or something like it's it's a sin to keep a, a fool and his money together. That's what it was with those guys. It's Like you, dumb shits that's on you. Yeah. After everything you've on. been
0: through with this guy and then you're going to do a handshake deal. It's, there's no, there's no freaking way.
1: Yeah. But uh, what
0: did you think of BJ Novak in this film? And um, his little bit.
1: It was good. I, I, I like, I liked him. I, I, by the way, I just started watching the office. I'm at, at the end of season six now. Wow, I, that's one of these posts I said on Facebook. I'm like, you know, this has been a great post back in 2009, but here <laughs> yeah, we are
0: to the party, man. <laughs> I am, I am, I
1: am. I know, I know. I, I, listen, I got Breaking Bad about season four in. I got right in time for the ending. But no, uh, look, Novak's very good in this. I like him in this. I've, I don't know what the hell else I've seen him in besides this and The Office, but uh, know, he, he was he's, he was good in this.
0: Yeah, and I like that. That I think you guys mentioned earlier about your he sort of has this total rethink about what the business is it's it's real estate you own the land and that just changes the game completely because i guess the franchise deal was he was only was it one and a half percent or something like that profit off and which is nothing and then they have these really high costs like no you become you're you're in real estate now which is crazy to think because i i never thought of that either they actually own the land um yeah I, i thought that was fascinating and then you can then Distribute it out to people or to franchise, and then if you don't like what you're doing, you just take it back. Um, thought that yeah. was really interesting. I, do, do I, you
1: think do you think the Burger King has that idea too? I would say probably. <laughs> or what or one of the five guys, perhaps? Five <laughs> <One> guys. <laughs> one of the five
2: guys. guys. Uh Popeyes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the maybe the colonel. Oh, uh,
1: or Roy yeah. Roger himself.
2: Yeah, that that's another one. Yeah. So um, uh, speaking of which McDonald's, what's your guys' uh, go-to McDonald's item?
1: Um, uh, that's easy. It's either the quarter pounder, the number three, or the two cheeseburgers, number two, or a 10 piece nugget with extra barbecue sauce. And I dip the fries in the barbecue sauce. I
0: said, what's your
2: one?
1: item?" when <laughs> he gives me a uh, whole menu. <laughs> I only get, I only get only three things, Eric. I'm not that, uh, yeah. No, I, no. So, so got the gun in the head, number three, quarter pounder and uh, barbecue sauce for the fries. Cause again, refined.
0: Yeah. Uh, quarter pounder. Well, what the heck is what's what's a hamburger? I don't know what a hamburger is. I only eat cheeseburgers. So right. What
2: the- Yeah, what is that? I don't, I don't know. I I and yeah,
0: well, why
2: do you have to specify quarter pounder with cheese?
0: Okay. Well, they charge extra for the yeah. cheese. Come on. That's like well, even with the Whopper 10 the cents cheese? more. Yeah. yeah. But quarter pounder with cheese is, is my go-to.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I I'm gonna fat guy moment. The meat the last like two years on the quarter pounder, like they redid like the meat and it's actual like real meat, juicy yeah. and wasn't it's...
1: grown in a lab.
0: Ooh, yeah, it is
1: to yeah, die it, for it's so i wrote this down too mcdonald shakes which as a kid were the tits as an adult you're like oh <laughs> five guys shakes in and out shakes Sorry, I, I would put in and out shakes number one five guys shakes a close second shake shack pretty good too number three but the McDonald's shakes my daughter will go i mean whatever kid she wants to happy meal i get it and took it the nuggets but i said you know what i haven't had a shake in a minute i gotta go fuck this is bleh. it's liquidy not Chick,
2: good. Not thick. Chick Chick Fil A shake for me too. Oh, oh, oh never had there. those. those right.
0: I I just go for the Wendy's frosty. That's mine. That's, that's fair.
2: It's another good. good one. They uh, yeah. they had a strawberry. I don't know if it's a limited time thing. I I'm just I'm starving right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh So uh, real quick, what, what what's that? so? How come he could sell? his franchises because he owned the land and like the McDonald's brothers couldn't do anything about it. Oh, Explain man. it to me. Like I'm five.
1: <laughs> Basically I, this is my, uh, ignorant stance. Cause I'm no lawyer. Uh, it just, he steamrolled him and says, fuck it. Like I'm going to take, I'm going to act as if, as Affleck said in boiler room, I'm acting as if a CEO and I've got the money to fight you off in court. And they were just the betas and said, I, we don't even okay. want to fight. We just want to make we just want to make burgers. And it was like, you know, fuck around and find out. Oh, you want to fuck around? OK, well, then I'm just going to keep doing what I'm going to do without getting permission like he did. That's how I read that.
2: Yeah. So he basically knew that technically it wasn't in the contract. He was illegal. But, hey, try suing me because I know you have nothing. And, right. I, you know, I can drag this out until you're bone dry so okay that makes sense boom yeah Uh, they
0: because his uh we touched on this he wasn't he didn't really have any money but he had all these franchises who were doing what he told him and once he figured out to do the land this is a way for me to actually get some clout and get some money and all these people are going to be behind me because they're listening to me about how to run these restaurants and then yeah so you're just two guys in San Bernardino by the way uh best breakfast mcdonald's mine it's got well, hash brown obviously but i gotta say sausage biscuit with egg for me
1: um uh, McG- a bacon egg and cheese mcgriddle kind of out.
0: mine used to be uh and i'm
2: depressed about this uh steak <laughs> egg and cheese bagel and, uh, <laughs> they no longer serve it so uh just egg mcmuffin for me
1: you know who has very good breakfast too it's under the radar Bre- uh, burger king's chris sandwiches are great and they're french toast sticks Ooh, la, la.
2: There you go. Um, what? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm so glad you chose this film. Any final thoughts on The Founder?
1: It's an absolute. I, everyone I've turned this on to, it's not just a. that was a good movie to go. Dude, thank you. That was amazing. And I will champion this forever because, again, it is an absolute hate crime that it was not getting the accolades it thus deserved if i receive michael keaton i'm going to say the founder and if i ever see john Taturo, i'm going to say brain donors Goddamn, love that film oh yeah. nice. have you seen have you seen yes, brain donors i have you are what you my family and about two of the people about 25 <laughs> people worldwide have seen it and love it
2: yeah uh right now i'm just thinking now though of severance now that you say john Turturro, that's a great series i don't know if anyone's. i
1: have that. not caught it yet no you, you need to watch it very good yes very, okay um
2: but yeah great uh choice yeah i love love this love the yeah acting just yeah the the whole story is just what would amazing. what would you guys
1: give it an old one to ten Since this is how we wrap up Gunning the sacred cow i got a good it scores from you guys how would you rate the founder
2: well, our scoring system's a little oh. different than yours. Well, please but, allow me uh, so we base it on entertainment value and also just overall this guy? Just, yeah. uh, quality of film.
0: <laughs> uh I would give this so uh, we have we got we have two ratings. Come on. Yeah, TG, explain you've been on explain, a- it, explain it better,
2: Dave. Explain it better and then we
0: go by it's really Revolutionary and novel. Uh, we, we, go, we go one to five on stars and one to five on popcorn. So stars is you know cinema sure. quality. Popcorn
1: is your enjoyment level. Um, I just I just tried to rate crock my way. My my rating yeah, system on gonna, your podcast. A deal, no problem. <laughs> <Hitching> deal, <laughs> uh, fellas. This is a five in both. Categories. This film. This uh, one more time, harking back to my podcast. This gloriously passes the remote test. Remote test, of course. If you catch it at any juncture on cable, do you drop the remote and say, "Well, I know what I'm doing for the next hour, 45, whatever it is left in the film." Yes, I will. This film is flawless. Flawless. I Five entertainment. Five in the popcorn. It is. It's. The, it is the best film I have seen in the last five years, without question.
2: This is. Uh, that's why we kind of stop doing. Stopped this. Asking. because because if a guest chooses it, obviously they're going <laughs>
1: well, to, maybe yeah. may, or maybe they hate it when it makes sure like, you know what? Napoleon dynamite that's a piece of shit. And you guys are dumb for liking it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <that's true>. Heroes. <laughs> I,
2: I would give it uh, I would give it three and a half stars, solid film. Uh, and uh, probably three buckets of popcorn entertaining. I'm not bored during it, um, but uh, you know, no action or anything. So it's not going to bump up to a five, but yeah, three and a half and a, and a three for me.
1: So you need really, a, you need action to have a five. Uh, that,
2: that helps. It helps. Easily. See, uh, I
1: like the I like the, 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 if the plot's good enough. I don't, you know, I, I'm an action fan. Let's not get it twisted, there, fellas. <laughs> but I, I just, if the plot's that good, like I'm all in. So okay, yeah. that's fine. I respect your score. It's still, it's still a good one. I would give it. I would give. I would give it four
0: stars. As I said, that the tennis court scene really did something for me. I really felt. The movie magic in that i I right. it, was, it was filmmaking storytelling all done in a really visual way i i, I love that and i loved really the heel turn everything that happened and i disagree with a lot of the as i mentioned the criticism of this movie that it was a celebration it was not a celebration no it's just telling what happened and for for someone who it's that persistence theme right he just never really he saw Every time he saw something, he was determined to get it, whether it was a a franchise or a woman, and he ended up getting it. I I thought it was kind of interesting at the end end credit scene where um, the new wife kind of. They said they gave away the fortune to charity. I thought that was just an interesting twist. I don't know. It just made me feel slightly different knowing that. I don't know. It didn't. I'm not sure. It didn't seem like they
1: weren't weren't hurting for money. They can give away. Yeah, yeah. But the but question think- is, this, were they giving it away to the Ronald McDonald House because that's a tax write off then for them? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Well, they're <laughs> dead, so I don't think they care. Um-
1: <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> what was what's it? Your, what's your
2: popcorn, Dave?
0: Um, it's 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 a it's a, it's a well told story in under two hours. Uh, I was never bored, other than when I saw Laura Dern's face. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is a four and a four. Um, I go. really liked it. I would recommend it to anybody. And I was really impressed. Is I think Ben said this one was a little bit out of the box from what we typically get. We'll get like, a, I don't know, more Oscar winners type things. Although we did get, we, we had Arthur we had, once. So one well, we had
2: Terminator <laughs> two from you guys, you guys uh, gave us Terminator two. Uh,
1: another flawless selection. I gave you that films a five and a five right then and there. Yeah. too. And back to our Oscars discussion.
0: This is, this is an Oscar winning performance or at the very bare minimum nomination um and picture too yeah, yeah. I, I i would yes well, why not this is a fantastic film um just love love chatting about it just great riff and you haven't seen it like like i hadn't seen it until we did this podcast go out and watch this movie it's fantastic
1: yeah i mean it's better than that one with the the, the deaf drummer guy go you know, we're, we're making a big stink about this really or a, <laughs> or a manali or minari that was
2: Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. That I I, I I enjoyed that. I thought
1: that yeah, was. Really good. It, I'm, it,
2: I'm, I'm that into good. the. I get. I tap into my emotions, and you know, I get. You know. Uh, you know.
1: But did you enjoy Minari? It's about, about a, a Chinese family living in a mobile uh, home, <laughs> picking flowers. Yeah, no, I know
0: it's. I suspect it. I know the answer to this question, but Kevin, what was the last yeah. time
1: you cried in a movie? In the movie. Or, or Adam, watch, just, just any watching movie, movie you're watching. Yeah, if ET's on, I'm done. Like like clockwork. Uh, Man, like, I, I can think of several uh, Transformers, a cartoon movie. When Optimus Prime dies, oh boy, it is not fun here in this uh, in this house. It's tough to watch ET. That um, do you get, do you get w- choked up
0: a lot when you how how emotionally do you, how emotionally affected are you when you watch movies and TV shows and stuff.
1: This, this, I, God, I'm gonna sound like a pussy. Uh, in my later years, some things like I, like for example, something so small. Like now, when I watch Rocky Two, he's like, "Yo, Adrian, I did it!" Like, I, I, I get that moment. Yeah. Oh All yeah, right. it's just cool. Your body just starts convulsing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are a few one ones like that that, that I, I gotta think of those films. But I, right off the bat, I could you know, the um, uh, ET especially. The, oh, won't you be my neighbor? I hear that music. I go, oh, it's just nostalgia, just being a kid. The Sesame Street doc too got me a little bit. The um, um, won't you be? Not, it was called like the the Sesame Street Gang or something like that. Or yeah, it came. It came like a year it. ago. It's 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 good. it's a good watch. Um, the ones uh, here's the one scene you're just gonna laugh at, and it just. It makes me so sad and angry at the same time. I, I I can't hardly watch it now. Who framed Roger Rabbit where they kill that little sneaky shoe <laughs> with, with the dip? Oh, I love that. Dude, they, love they, that. they they kill that little two and go, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he was just so sick, innocent and young because it kills him. Like, you motherfucker. It kills I love me. that. It uh, just makes me too. so angry and sad at the same time. Oh, and I haven't yeah. seen that
0: movie in so long. I wonder how it, how it uh, holds up. It's
1: great. It's I, still great. It's still great.
2: I know someone uh, gutted E. T. on your podcast, and I have never been able to listen to it because I know <laughs> I'll be just furious. So she uh, was destroyed. Don't worry. Okay, good. Okay, maybe I'll fast forward to that part where you guys destroy
1: her. So uh, it's a, per, the, the the music is what made uh, John Williams. I uh, listen. You can you can tell me Indiana Jones. I will agree. You can tell me Star Wars, but I will stand in the hill and say here's why E. T. beats them all. Cause the music when the, Oh, that's another one. When the flowers die, that's what gets me. And when he goes yep. home too, oh yeah, I'm like, I'll,
2: I'll be right here. Oh, Oh yeah. You, yeah. you, and me same page. This yeah. is what
0: it's all about. And I, I think a couple of podcasts ago, I confessed to crying at the stupid things. This is what movies do to you. Um, and when you're, this is our love. They, the, they affect us in a really deep way. Um, and
1: this is, really why we're here and why we're talking Oh about this what now. one more when Bing Bong inside out dies he doesn't he, he jumps off he kills yep. himself like oh really do oh.
2: I know that's yeah uh, well yeah he says something too, like go get him or uh, yeah yeah ah uh, beautiful beautiful all right guys well it's a uh, where uh, where can people find you on social media and when does your podcast come out and sure.
1: all that? well I want you to subscribe to gutting the sacred cow and all podcast platforms I promise you I don't tear up on that at all <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube, it's on every everywhere you listen to the podcast, and of course, gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com. If you want to drop a note, say hi. We love when you write a five-star rating, two or three sentence review. We screenshot them on, on social medias. Uh, at Kevin Gotik, K-E-V-I-N-G-D O T double e. Gutting the Sacred Cow is G T S T podcast on Twitter and Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok, where the chinese government's stealing everything that we know is private and sacred to us so check that out and uh oh and of course fantasy football jibber jabber if you have a if you have a vr helmet facebook metaverse where every week we give our fantasy football plays and bets so give that a looky-loo as well fellas and it's been an absolute joy having you on my podcast three times and me coming on twice as well it's Fun having chats with you, boys Let's
2: let's keep naming the numbers every time we're on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. oh, you, you've done it four times. You
0: um, uh, it Yeah, it's nice to make friends with another podcast, right? Nice yes. to,
1: oh Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Wait, I gotta ask this. What's the one film that someone proposed they watch on your show, and you're like, you fucking asshole, you made me sit through this. What is that film? Oh,
2: oh, I feel like Dave's. Can I say your What I think yours might be, Dave. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Sunset Boulevard. No, Never I saw it. Never I hated saw that it. movie. <laughs>
0: hated yeah, it.
2: there, ah, there's been a couple. Yeah, I would have to go through the catalog. What's uh, a? Ah, That's a good one. Question. I definitely pretended to like, and it was just like, oh my god, what am I, what am I doing? Um, it was. Oh, I think it was with. Um, she's she's like, I just did it because the publicist. I wanted to get in good with the publicist, and she picked. I
0: don't uh, like Point Break what but i don't i don't that was
2: i was fine with troop beverly hills with um
1: (laughs) fucking point breaks a masterpiece
0: yeah maybe i I need to change my attitude on that
1: oh Oh, well someone did on the podcast take a guess where i lay (laughs) 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 i love point break but the troop beverly hills who gives a shit about that film oh you know that was
0: mm. oh you know what it was ben i do not like serpico
1: I haven't um, seen that for I've seen that since film class, and that's twenty five. I haven't seen it for
0: that we watched for the podcast, and I think it's completely overrated.
2: Yeah. I well I texted Dave like a couple maybe a few months after that episode, and I was like I literally don't remember one thing about Serpico. <laughs> like that's how forgettable it was. It was just <laughs> his <laughs> hair, his time, yeah, his hair. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, all right. Well, that uh, Kevin, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a blast. I'll be editing actually this episode, even Dave, <laughs> even though Dave doesn't believe me. Uh, but I'll timestamp and all that. But uh, no, great conversation, and uh, yeah, definitely we'll have you on again. Uh, but uh, Dave. Uh, where can they find you at dave underscore quist uh blockbuster mentality.com is where you can find all our new episodes and uh we got some uh fun guests coming up uh block uh blockbuster at blockbuster cast is our twitter blockbuster mentality is our instagram uh you can follow me i i mainly tweet from blockbuster cast but at BC Court is my personal one. Uh, but uh, anyway, all right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave and Kevin, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys
0: at the movies.